0: Well, hello everybody. This is Lynn and we are having um gosh, some technical challenges this morning. It looks like GoTo Looks like GoTo decided to do some kind of an upgrade and change everything. So, you probably had some trouble dialing in just like I did and trying to share my screen. So, I trust you can see my screen, but I think you're also seeing my menu bar and I don't understand. <laughs> So we'll just have to go with this as it is. So as long as you can see my screen. Thanks, Sherry, I see your thumbs up. This is super bizarre, but okay, here we go. So let's see if I can advance the screen here. Okay, and (laughs) I'm gonna duplicate the slideshow. Okay, so I'm gonna trust you guys can still see my screen and wow. All right, and what when am I we
1: seeing? Can't just, see
0: your screen.
1: We, we can't, can't see your screen. screen. See what the dickens? Okay, something's going on here. Okay, I'm just uh. Yep, yeah, I said screen two, and share, and that's where I had this. Now, now, can you
0: see it? We can, but it's not, and there we go. We got it. Okay, so it's in, is it in full screen mode now?
1: Yes. Okay.
0: All right, you guys. All right, so Happy New Year. All right, sorry for the little, uh, just a really poor start this morning. This caught all of us off guard. I didn't realize GoToWebinar had updated uh, all of its, really, its interface. So, so Happy New Year, and uh, usually I like to take this time um, to um uh, have you guys right, take a deep breath, um take a moment to look back on twenty twenty three and pause to think about what went well and maybe where things could improve um and then also then starting to look ahead to twenty twenty four I know that's what me and Brenda do, kind of looking at k h i and um all that kind of thing, so we look back and then we look ahead. We start to look to set goals, and so I'm just just challenging you guys to think about that. And it's hard to do sometimes when you're feeling like. And and if I could ask everybody to make sure they please mute themselves. So again, I don't think I had control to do that, and I was hearing a little bit of background noise, especially my panelists. Please make sure you mute yourself. Um, Okay, so looking ahead then to 2024. You know, it's easy to just let January slip away. And before you know it, we're into February and then it's March and we haven't paused for that moment to take a look. And now while it's still fresh in our minds about how it all went, uh, I had somebody just ask me, how do you think your fourth quarter went? And um, I was like, hmm. I mean, just to even ask that question and to get a genuine answer instead of just saying it was really busy um just to say you know what what went really well and because i know you guys did some great stuff and there might have been some things that you could have said oh my gosh i could have done that better or uh something like that so i'm just encouraging you and challenging you guys to take that moment to pause if you haven't booked some time to do that in your calendar do it um in a little bit i'll show you uh, where we're going to do that with you if you want to take advantage of that with khi uh, we'll do this with you so um But yeah, I think that's the plan. You set a goal, then you kind of make a plan on how you're going to get to that goal. And then you, of course, take action, right, to to implement whatever it was you want to take action on. So anyway, so I just think um, it's such a good exercise to do. And Brenda and I do it religiously every year on our company. And and certainly, by the way, you guys we're open to any of your feedback. Like, you know, we implemented the new 800 numbers. This year that go direct into our support teams, both group and individual, you know, uniquely boom, you know, and then we were holding you guys in queue to get to a live person um, with the option to leave a message, all that. So any feedback you have, we've tried to incorporate some things to streamline our um, the response times to you so you can always get somebody as quickly as possible during this time. So if you have feedback for us, like, yeah, I was doing well, but you guys screwed up, you know, um, please share that with us. As always, feedback is a gift. Um, And we appreciate that. So we'll continue to look to improve and always um, do a great job on hopefully for you guys. Right. That you say that. So. All right. So I'll just kind of keep moving ahead here. We've got, of course, we'll go through our announcements, our different market updates. And um, we'll talk a little bit about Iowa unemployment stats as we always do. And then some concerns I have at the federal level about some things going on. I want to make sure you guys are aware of. And then, of course, we'll do our Q&A. Um, and I'll have to figure out how to do that. So you, <laughs> I'll get out of the presentation, and this is just kind of a kind of a cluster today. So sorry about that. Um, all right. And my my team's going to keep me honest. So if we're continuing to see the slides move forward. I know if they're not, you let me know. But um, but um, these are, of course, now we're on our monthly market updates, as some of our announcements here, and our next one will be on Friday, February 9th. Thanks for accommodating me for today. This is a little earlier than normal, um, but I'll be gone next Friday. So. Um, thank you for that. But otherwise, I think we're pretty much on track for the second Friday of every month. Uh, we'll continue to do these. As you know, we record them on our web portal, but also um, we've got them via uh, iPod, or excuse me, um, podcasts, whether it's your um, iPod or whether it's, you know, whatever, however you get your podcasts, uh, we push the audio out then into a podcast. So you should get that soon today as well. And um, so we're starting our Marketing Mondays. And I'm kind of looking to my team leaders that are on the call as well as Kaylee, as well as your feedback. Um, but our carriers a lot of times come to us and say, hey, we want to get in front of your people. I think everybody's, you know, just like burnout maybe right now. But I do want to host a goal setting um, webinar with you guys. And so I, I was going to do January 15th. That would be, um, you know, a, a couple weeks from. Well, yeah, a couple weeks from next Monday or a week from next Monday. But it's Martin Luther King Day. And then I thought, okay, maybe people are not working. And so I pushed it out to January 22nd. And maybe this gives you some time to reflect. And then we'll visit. For those of you that want to join us on a webinar, I'll lead that call and we'll just talk about and we'll use our reverse goal setting workbook and whatnot. So um, anyway, we'll We'll have some time if you want to join us. And, again, those are always 11 to 12. I should have put that on there. Uh, 11 o'clock in the morning, and uh, Kaylee will be getting something sent out for registration and that type of thing. And start to get our Monday, marketing Mondays going again for 2024. And those, of course, are always recorded as well. Uh, this is just a reminder, you guys, we have a great IT company that supports KHI and keeps us compliant and keeps us from getting hacked. Um, but they had a, a nice reminder here, just especially for our agents, when you guys are sending us um, PII or PHI, protected health information or personally identifiable information, um, that really must be sent encrypted. Um, and email is not secure. And so we have added an encryption tool called Paperclip uh, that doesn't require a login. And that's why we like it so much. So when we send it to, you know, an email that's encrypted, if it's directed to you, you click somewhere, then obviously you can open it up to your, you know, your email address, but nobody else will be able to open it. So um, anyway, we just encourage you guys to use encryption. If you don't have encryption software and you want to send something that has PII or PHI in it, um, you can certainly send us an email. We can send you an encrypted email and then you can reply back to it and make an attachment. So it's a little cumbersome that way, but Anyway, please make sure that you're not sending um, that type of information uh, through the email, assuming that it's secure. So it is not. If you have any questions on that, give us a holler. And then our Partners in Excellence Award uh, Agent Awards dinner. I um, I've remind, Just a reminder, it is April 5th from 5, I think we're going to start around 5, actually, um, 5 to 9-ish. And we've got some new ideas this year for how we're going to do things. So anyway, I hope you mark that on your calendar and can join us. Once you, um, if you've qualified. And we'll be, of course, catching up from all of the applications been submitted and all of our carrier reports so we can get accurate counts on number of policies slash lives in group uh, Medicare and under 65. So we add all those up and then we can do our uh, selection and our invitations of who won the award. So be watching for that. I know it won't happen. Uh, hopefully we get a glimpse or a sneak peek in February, but um, it's, it's really, yeah, it, it, this is a huge task for us to do that. And so we've got a little bit of time on April 5th, but we'll try to get those invites out as soon as we can get accurate numbers pulled, uh, for the year. alas. last. Okay. Uh, and then I know, do you like the icon? I'm beating your head, uh, beating you over the head with this, but this is the last time I'm going to talk about this. Um, that of course, Wellmark with their um, HMO plans and actually in the group market on the POS plans as well, but this does impact the individual under 65 market as well as the group market. If you're on an HMO Wellmark plan or a POS on the group side, um, the, the member has to select their PCP. If they don't select their PCP, and honestly, you guys, it says attached document. I think that was from last month, so I don't, I don't have room to attach it again, so sorry it's not there, but um, they really do need to select it. If they don't, it'll be selected for them. And you guys have heard me talk about this. And if you hopefully you've talked about to your groups about this and to your individuals about this. But if you didn't, it's a great idea to send an email out to make sure everybody understands. Because otherwise you'll get those phone calls to say, I just got a letter from Wellmark and they assigned me a PCP. And you are like, yep. <laughs> yep. Because I was telling you that. So Hopefully you've done what you need to do and we can minimize phone calls that come in when this stuff starts to really happen because they, they're giving them 90 days, as you guys know. If they don't select one, you know, if it's a January 1 effective date for most of the groups and they don't select by the end of March, you know, come April, they're going to probably start getting a letter and be auto assigned. So um, anyway, okay. Uh, I think, again, I beat you over the head with that one. That's all I'm going to say about that. (laughs) I did say this last month, but I thought it was important enough to remind you again that this is Wellmark's formulary. They are taking Humira off their formulary. So look at that. The Humira product will be blocked from our formularies, and this is effective as of January 1. They did do a mailing out to their 2200 and some odd, 2278, the number of members that were impacted. But you never know that there's somebody that's talking about. I just talked to somebody the other day who said, it looks like I'm going to have to go on Humira. And I'm like, okay, well, if they're on a Wellmark plan, do they realize that they won't be getting Humira? Uh, So anyway, just make sure you know that. And they are moving to this biosimilar that is going to, you know, supposedly save money and all this kind of stuff. And uh, so just know that. And that's a big deal on Wellmark. So, okay, Um, And then I had reported last month under our announcements that the Cigna Humana Uh, merger slash Cigna acquiring Humana, however that might have gone, Um, but it is over. I mean, Cigna has decided to, um, you know, not pursue that. Uh, There was some talk that there would be a big antitrust um, situation there and whether or not it would get approved, Um, but they have just said, never mind. Um, And so I think it's interesting because Cigna wants to get into, I think, more of the Medicare space. They're into it a little bit, right, but not to the level that Humana is. And so I think Cigna really saw an advantage there for them to acquire Humana, but not not going to happen as of now, maybe another day. But um, anyway, just wanted to let you know that that's, that's off the table for now. And moving into our employer group updates, um, a little thanks to our support team, uh, Sarah and Jessica, thank you for coming up with this. So let's see if I articulate this properly. uh, And I'll have any of them chime in if I don't. But the question of the month is, how long does an employee have to enroll in a small group level funded plan? And so I was reading through the answer and I added a couple things. So hopefully I got this right. But. Think about this you guys so following the new hire waiting period let's say i have a new person coming on and they've now fulfilled their new hire waiting period and their effective date to jump on the plan let's just say is february 1 right so they would have you know following their new hire waiting period the new hire employee would have 30 days from their effective date so let's use that february 1 they would have 30 days to submit an application to enroll in coverage I think that's been a common question, I think. Maybe that's why uh, Sarah and Jessica thought this would be a good one to put out this month. Um, So that's on the new hires, right, on level funded. And then note here that the SEP has 30 days from the date of the event to enroll in coverage. That's a um, a nice little caveat there because sometimes people are joining due to um, a special event. And then don't forget that special enrollment events do require proof of coverage, um, that their current coverage um, is ending or has ended. And it also applies to those, um, you know, if they're losing their Medicaid or Hawkeye coverage as well. So um, it, the 30 days is critical here because a lot of times in the individual market, we're dealing with 60 days on SEPs. But but this was really important. So thanks for um, that question to our support team, Sarah and Jessica. Thank you. Um, and yeah, so I'll go with there unless somebody interrupts me and says I said something wrong. <laughs> so. Um, so you guys, February 1st for new group effective dates, we've just got some some kind of uh, extenuating circumstances here in January due to Martin Luther King Jr. Holiday being Monday, January 15th. So a lot of businesses will be closed that day. Um, And so we're asking, please, please, please that any Feb 1s that you're writing, please get to us by January 11th. That's a Thursday actually, but it gives us that extra day on the 12th before you know, the long weekend then um, to get anything resolved in terms of issues on the apps or whatever. Right. So um, if you could help us with that for February 1 effective dates, that would be most helpful and helpful to your groups. So thank you for that. And so here is my reminder. And I just incorporated that now into our uh, due dates here for our um, employer group plan. So for Wellmark, then let's use Thursday, January 11th as the date we'd like you to get everything to us so we can scrub it and then February 1 effective dates, of course, and then we'll use Friday, January 19th, since the 20th falls on a Saturday, we'll use that date for any renewals that you need to um, get processed. We'll use that date, and of course, i love to remind you guys about AOR change forms. That is such low-hanging fruit, and if you've been talking to a prospect and you can get that form in by January 10th, you'll be the Uh, agent of record by uh, February 1st, which is awesome. I mean, I think that's when they make that decision to move to you, let's make it happen, right? Uh, So that's good to remind you guys of that date. And remember, any of the AOR change forms, specifically with Wellmark, um, we've got them on our KHI agent portal for both the individual market that would be listed there uh, because they do allow it in the Medicare space, the under 65, another wonky thing. So forget that on the under 65 for AORs, can't do those. That follows the uh, NPN, so um, it, so those are different rules on AORs, as you know, for that, but for Medicare and for group with Wellmark, they, we've got two unique forms. Um, you can pull those off our site. Jumping down to UHC, then, of course, they use the 15th of the month as well for their new groups and renewed groups, but we are asking you again for Thursday, January 11th, please, uh, on those, and then Health Partners uses the 20th, so we've just pulled that up to the 19th, so for any new or renewals for Health Partner, Unity Point Health, just uh, target Friday, January 19th. Okay, and as always, Delta Dental is the 10th of the month and they will go backwards. So you still have time to get a Delta Dental uh, renewal or new case uh, done for January 1, believe it or not. You have until the 10th and then just looking ahead to February, you'll have on February 9th, which is the day of our next webinar, by the way, that will be the deadline day to get things in for Feb 1 uh, for Delta Dental and uh because because yes saturday falls uh february 10th is a saturday so february 9th is a friday okay um a quick agent reminder here for completed renewals and new group enrollments. so this is a big darn deal you guys in january i hope you block time on your calendar to go back and review your group's invoices for enrollment accuracy especially when you know there was a lot of changes from how they renewed or if it's a new case coming on just double check Um, that their bill is matching what is enrolled and vice versa. (laughs) What's enrolled matches their bill. Because as you know, you guys, we will get you guys calling us six months from now and going, hey, the group just called me and said that this person is still on the group and they should have been taken off, you know, um, or the other way around. They should have been added and they weren't, you know. And a lot of times, especially with those going backwards and removing people, like a lot of times the carriers will only go back 60 days and that just doesn't help. So really, if they're not on it, your employer group, you have to be on it. So let us know if you um, have any discrepancies, we'll get those fixed for you. But now's the time to do that. Please, please, please block time on your calendar to do that. And then um, when we talk about um, all carrier employee enrollments and changes, so we're just saying here, um, only the enrolling members should be listed on a carrier enrollment form. Um, please, we're asking you, do not list those who are waiving coverage, right? And so, and again, we're just kind of reading these bullets here. To avoid confusion, if a spouse or a dependent should not have coverage, then it's highly recommended they not be listed on the application. <laughs> um, so, again, an employee then should only list family members that should have coverage. So um, thanks for your support on that. I think that will help eliminate um, or minimize, anyway, um, problems and errors. Okay. Um, Here we are. We're coming into this new year, and so we've got our reporting uh, that needs to be done, and so we've got a couple different things we're referencing here. The first segment is going to be for your um, groups that are your um, applicable large employers is what that ALE is, applicable large employers. Those are ones, obviously, that average at least 50 full-time slash full-time equivalents. Um, number of employees, and that would be for fully insured, level funded, and self-funded. So if there are 50 or more FTEs, um, then these are, we're kind of talking about the deadlines here on the forms um, that need to be filed. And so you'll notice here that they need to have that form uh, furnished to the employees um, by March 1st, and then of course um, electronically file with the IRS. And um, most everybody's doing this electronically, and then the date is April 1. Um, You'll notice here then um, that they've eliminated um, uh, in 2024, it, it, it basically eliminated the option to paper file. So everybody's going to be uh, doing electronic. You'll notice here that too with the, the small group now, we go down into that space in the small group. So they're not an applicable large employer. This would be small group, level funded and self-funded. So it's it's not your fully insured. So now we're talking small group that's level-funded and self-funded, though, um, non, non-ALE, non right? So then they're having the 1095Bs, uh, the 1094B. So just know that. And then the deadline for paper filing on those is February 28th. Um, oh, that's paper filing. Sorry. And and it's funny because they're basically, they, we say effectively eliminated the paper option to file, and yet maybe there's still room for somebody to do that. But as you guys know, most everybody's doing it electronically and Um, So if you have any questions on that, of course, give our our team a holler, but here we are again at that time So making sure that your employer groups know the deadlines and hopefully they have something set up, you know To do this. We've been doing this many years now. So, all right Um, And then this is also a time where I know Wellmark specifically, but I think the other carriers uh, do as well Um, Ask for the average employee count Uh, or the AEC form, we call it, right? And so this is a requirement by ACA, but you'll notice a couple of key things here, um, that it is only for fully insured groups of fewer than 101 enrolled employees, because they're going to receive this letter. Um, And they do ask, it's really to determine which market segment size that they're in. Um, So they're going to get a letter, and it's going to go, hey, we show you're in, and let's just, I'm going to use for an example, we show that you're in the Um, 51 plus space. right? Are you still there? Or we show you're in the under 50 space. right? That's what we have on file. If the group wants to make a change, they need to reply by February 15th. If they don't reply, they'll stay in the same category, if you will, the same quoting market segment as they've been in. And that's really the big deal, you guys. And I think sometimes we get confused on this because this really doesn't have anything to do with what we just talked about on the prior slide with full t- full time equivalence and and pay or play it's not that this is all about what market segment they're getting a quote in because as you guys know when you're under 50 50 or under I should say um you're getting a fully insured ACA quote it, you know if that's what you're looking for right of course you can get other quotes but you know fully insured then that's different that's a different market segment to quote than when you're quoting 51 plus and so it makes a big difference right in terms of because 51 plus is underwritten so okay anyway so you get the drift there um if they don't submit by february 15th and they really do want to make a change um then they need to provide a job service report right because if they don't they'll just default to where they're at like i said but if they if they missed the february 15th deadline to report and now they do want to change Uh, Then they do have to do some more work here. Right. There's some more due diligence and they have to provide the last four quarters of the previous calendar year. JSR along with the average employee count response form. So work with our team. I know we're proactive with you to normally say, hey, guys, okay, this one's been teetering. Right. They're at forty nine. Now they're at fifty one. Now they're back at forty nine. You know what market segment's going to be best for them and that's the ones that are really the buggers uh, that we want to keep eyeballs on with you guys and for you guys because sometimes it benefits them to stay in that ACA if you will under 50 space uh, under 51 space sometimes it'll benefit them to underwrite and be in that 51 plus okay we'll we're here to help you with that um all right this one um thanks Nakia popped this into me and i'm actually going to see if she can unmute her microphone and just Make a comment on this is the Wellmark, the CAA. Remember, guys, is the Consolidated Appropriations Act, and there were some requirements um, for employers to do. And Nikia, can you unmute and maybe just make a comment on this slide?
1: Good morning, Lynn. Um, I have Allison with me as well. Great, thank and you. And so
0: it was it was brought to our attention yesterday that your employer, uh, Walmart employer groups, are now going to be seen on their employer connection tool under tasks. Um, another reporting requirements that they will need to complete. And a couple months ago, Walmart had told us that the, as agents, you would be able to assist them with this reporting requirement on Blue Source. However, we not have not received a confirmation yet as far as where that will be where we can access it to help with the groups. Um, this particular reporting requirement, Allison's going to speak to that. So if you guys recall last year, Walmart made everybody set up employer connection to go in and put their premium shares in. And so they're doing that again this year. And so you have to set up employer connection, go in there, click on the new task. It pretty much asks for EIN, ERISA number, which is most likely 501, and then their portion of the premium that they pay for their employees. This year, Walmart said that they're going to open up a function in BlueSource so the agents can do it, which is great. It's not there yet. So more to come on that, but you will probably have some employers asking because it's going to show up in their employer connection. Um, If they don't want to do it, if they want to hang tight, we'll have more as soon as Walmart gets back to us on that one. Great. I'll have anybody have any questions on that. Just give a holler. But thank you, Nakia and Allison, for that explanation. Uh, I love it. Thank you. Okay, I'm going to go on to the next slide. Uh, We're going to jump into the Medicare space here real quick. Okay, right now, we are in open enrollment uh, for 2024. Uh, Not to be confused with the annual election period or annual enrollment period that we just completed. So um, remember, it's the first of the month following um, their submission, right, their effective date, and it is just for the MAPD folks. Um, Congress, not Congress, CMS, and I think NABIP and NAFA have been uh kind of lobbying CMS to open this up to Part D folks as well to give them one op- Can I make sure somebody mutes again there? Thank you. Uh to make sure uh, to see that if can we give people with part D one chance? And then I heard I I love this one. Um somebody said, why don't we just allow them to do it all year? Why do we give them these three months? Just give them one change throughout the year should something happen. So Uh, More to come on that. But for right now, all it is right now is January 1 through March 31, just for the MAPD folks to make a move to another MAPD. Or this is a time that they can leave their MAPD if they can underwrite to get our supplement. Of course, um, they can do that anytime, get their supplement, but they can't get their standalone RX plan back anytime they want. So that's why this window is important for somebody that might want to leave MAPD and go back to original Medicare, because then they can pick up their prescription drug plan. Um, but they get one chance. They can't go back and forth. And this is why you guys, we're still seeing um, marketers call these people. They're not supposed to call people. Um, they're supposed to leave them alone. It's like literally for the clients to come to us and say, hey, I just went to my doctor and he's not in network anymore. Or, hey, I just went to pick up this script and it's not covered. I need to look at what options you know I have. So it's really there to help um, with issues once the new year rolled over. So anyway, we'll, more to come on that. We'll let you know if anything changes on Uh, whether or not prescription drug plan folks can do this as well, that we're kind of fighting for that. And I don't know why we wouldn't, right? So, okay. Um, Aetna MAPD updates real quick. And I think, um, thanks Kaylee for attaching those, the uh, member quick reference guide for important phone numbers and websites for Aetna and then the fitness reimbursement form. Both are in our handouts. Go ahead and download those if you want. I did talk about that fitness reimbursement form last month as well on the webinar, but Um, I think now people are going to start buying and spending that 600 or 1200 bucks, whichever Aetna MAPD plan they went with to get reimbursed. Uh, It's crazy. And they do have to do it within 60 days. You guys, that's huge. So make sure that, you know, that's another touch point for your clients to say for their Aetna clients. If you want to send them an email and just say, remember, once you buy that thing you want to buy and get reimbursed, you have to submit the reimbursement within 60 days of purchase. Okay. Um, And now, wow, huge shout out. I'm not sure if they're on the call with us today, but um, Physicians Mutual, because they only market Medicare supplement products, uh, plus they do dental, cancer, and a guaranteed life product, uh, but because they're not in the Medicare Advantage or prescription drug plan space, they can still do incentives, and they do. Um, And so a huge congratulations for their performance in 2023 that's earned Peggy Lensing, Nikki Thompson, and Jenny Borwig. Uh, the trip to Las Cabos in April of this year. So they're going for a week. Uh, they get to take their a guest um, with them. So we're super excited for them and uh, just way to go. That is amazing. Um, and then for those of you that go, you know, because I'm telling you guys, Physicians Mutual, they're not going to be that cheapest one, but they're not as expensive as Wellmark. Um these ladies obviously have used Physicians Mutual as their Medicare supplement of choice. Um, and there's a lot of reasons why you'd want to do that. And uh, continue to please let us know if you're interested because they did just um, file for new rates in, and we got them approved like mid-October, I believe. And so rates are good. They've got some innovative benefits that they use that are different than anybody else's. And they're a mutual company, just like Wellmark. They're located in Omaha. So they really have that regional Midwestern footprint. Um, they are um, nationwide. They're not in all 52 states, but uh, we do have them in, in several uh, other states. So anyway, and then Vancouver is the place they've selected for 2025. So if you're thinking, you know, I'd like to take me and my guests Uh, to Vancouver. Uh, Talk to me about how to get uh, set up with uh, Physicians Mutual and how to earn points to get to a trip, because it really is nice. Very, very nice. They do it upright, you guys. Um, And I think, I know Peggy has been before. She won last year as well, and she can tell you how amazing these trips are. So, all right. So congrats, you guys. Um, That's awesome. Okay. On um, Wellmark Advantage Health Plan, uh, this was just in yesterday's BBO. I believe um, that they do have an updated enrollment form. And I'm like, oh, right. Oh, you just order these kits. And so, yeah, I've got all these kits that are in those nice little envelopes. And, yep, um, starting January 1. So if you're going to enroll anybody in Wellmark in 2024, uh, please. Um, I did attach the PPO form. There's a new PPO and HMO. Uh, but I just attached the PPO. I think that's the most popular one. If you need the HMO, it's it's on Walmart's website. It's in the BBO or holler at our office. But um, you need to replace that enrollment form. Please, please, please. So download the one that's attached, print out a few, stick them in. And maybe you just need to order some new kits then that'll come with the new ones in it. So um, FYI on that. Um, also, you guys know Wellmark is famous for monitoring. CMS does require, you know, a lot from us in both the Medicare space and the individual market space. So please know that this is going to start happening, and we will reach out to you if you get the lucky lottery winner that you're the April, uh, you're the uh, agent that they select in February, April, June, or August on um, the Medicare Blue plans, or March, May, July, and September. Uh, those are Advantage Health plans they will come after you and say hey we're doing a little monitoring here and so how about where's uh, what kind of uh third-party marketing organization is your tpmo what kind of disclaimer are you um do you have and how are you using it And that's you guys remember that's the disclaimer that says i don't i may not offer all the plans in your area or i now offer eight plans in your area, that whole thing right that we had to modify to say what plans i do have in your area You can you'll have to show examples of how you use the disclaimer Um, and then record retention. They just want to have evidence of the documents that you've been retaining. Uh, Of course, that's 11 years. And then marketing materials, any examples of marketing materials that you use. And again, I think most of you guys just use the approved materials from the carrier. So that shouldn't be a problem. But if you get if you're the lucky one of those, give our office a call. We'll help you through this if you're not sure what to do or. Um, we're here to help you. Okay. It's to me, it's scary, It's but it's, it's we will help you not make it so scary. Okay. Um, and then I wanted to make sure you guys saw the Medicare broker commissions for 2024. So they're going up slightly. These are all mandated by the federal government and I don't know about you guys, but I did have a client uh, ask. Um, actually, I was just talking to a prospect who's a friend of a friend and was talking to me and I, they said, how are you paid? And I said, yep. And I told him it's about 300 bucks a year. Um, On renewal, of course, if it's the new first time they're ever in an advantage plan, that's the 601. But now it's going to 611 in 2024. And it's um, the renewals going up $5 to 306. So I mean, okay, there's our little cost of living increase, right? Um, notice in other states, it's a little bit different, but we're in that national one that's in the top line. And then pop down to the PDP line. You'll see if you write a new PDP, whoop, whoop, it's worth 100 bucks. Yay. Um, up from 92. And if you're doing a renewal, it's up to 50 bucks. So, um, gosh, thanks a lot. Right. OK. Uh, we appreciate that. All right. So um, there you go on the commissions and then um, jumping over to the individual market, of course. Um, We're still in open enrollment for the individual market. Of course, we missed the January 1 deadline, but we have until January 16th. And so normally it said they said the 15th, but I did confirm it is January 16th since Monday is Martin Luther King Day, as we've already talked about. So they're giving us that extra day. Um, And so so coverage would start then obviously February 1st. Um, And so that's about all I have to say about that. Um, and in a little note here, Wellmark is behind on billing their clients for their one one policy. policy. Um, and they're hoping to have them all, you know, sent out by the end of this week. So, um, yeah, I don't know about you, but I, rarely do people call and go, hey, I haven't gotten my bill yet. Uh, no, but uh, so, yeah, if anybody does ask you, just go, yep, they're behind and they'll be getting those bills out. So I know people get nervous. They, you know, says you got to have your payment in, you know, by end of the, you know, by December 31st or whatever. Okay. In the individual market, Wellmark's also going to do some compliance monitoring. Um, Their timeframe, March, May, July, and September. So it's weird because it's all managed by CMS. And so we just need to be specific on, are they calling about the marketplace under 65? Are they calling about Medicare? Because it's, you know, obviously a little bit different. Um, You'll notice here, and I just listed the four things that they could monitor for um uh that 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 they could ask for it it could be um any look at this you know your written policy and procedure complying with non-discrimination standards if you have no idea what that is well and you get selected to be monitored um you know give us a holler but hopefully you know what a lot of this is because you have to go through this when you do um some of the training anyway um maintain privacy notice statement and utilize a process for obtaining consumer consent for financial assistance and enrollment <coughs> excuse me um I'm getting over yeah COVID hang on a second
1: <laughs> yeah
0: and that's what Lily has to say about that all right Um. okay so notice then to record retention let me close the door sorry okay thank you Lily okay sorry right about that. that okay and so um, record retention for 11 years so that you might have to show, yep, I've got the application, the consumer consent on file. And then also maintaining written procedures, showing compliance with CMS's incident and breach notification procedures and, and well marks as well. So, again, if you get chosen to be the lucky one that gets monitored, we're here to help you through that. All right. Um, and then just popping over to some Iowa stats. Here's our unemployment rate. It's uh, It increases to 3.3 percent in November. So that's up from 3.2 in October. I'm always still amazed that people that are looking for work, like actually want to work, right? Um, Fifty Over 57,000 people are unemployed in Iowa. In this day and age, and I don't know, I still see all the hiring signs all over the place. So I'm always shocked by that. Um, but that's where we're at now. So just a good FYI, so you can, you can let, you know, your employer groups, whatever you're talking about it. Yep, unemployment ticked up again uh, another month because we've been on a roll here, uh, upticks for the last several months. And then um, just a couple of federal updates, and then we'll we'll uh, turn it on for questions. But uh, Congress is back in session starting January 9th, um, and I think this is just good to know what's going on federally because it can impact all of us. You notice that if they um, if they don't get something done by January 19th, um, then you know technically the government a partial government shutdown because what they're saying here is that is they've got. Of the 12 annual appropriation bills, four of them are critical that need to get done by the 19th. And then there's another eight appropriation bills that need to get done by February 2nd for funding the rest of the government. So, yeah, I mean, you guys, this is military, right? This is so big. And there's just such gridlock, I think, and just um, partisanship in D.C. It's just It's just sad. It's our tax dollars and it frustrates me. I don't know about you, but um, but you'll notice, too. I mean, there's also some pending controversial issues involving foreign aid, you know, here to Ukraine and Israel and, of course, border security. And um, yeah. And then we've got elections coming up here in November. So I think things are going to get really dicey, but let's hope we can get some some business done here and take care of take care of the people's business. Right. Keep the government functioning. Um, But the next thing that really impacts um, us is what CMS is proposing to uh, redefine compensation uh, for us in the Medicare space. Um, And it's really targeting you guys, the Medicare Advantage compensation. So um, thanks to Chad and to Roger for um, just shouting out to me earlier this week to make sure I I said, you know what, I'm going to include it in our monthly market update today because I want to make sure you guys know what's happening. And then also just thanks and kind of a shout out to Brenda. Brenda was out in D.C. Uh, with NAFA in December. And so I have their position paper on this. So I'm going to um, refer to this uh, while we talk through this slide. But I want you guys to know what's happening. You may have gotten that email from uh, the Medicare Center. if you're Because, listen, you guys, Premier Senior Marketing is an FMO, field marketing organization. They're considered an FMO. So they're an upline. So there's extra dollars in the Medicare Advantage space. And there's a little bit in PDP, but not as much. Medicare Advantage, you know, there's easily another, you know, I'm going to say a few hundred dollars floating around in the in a hierarchy setup, if you will. So the FMO can get their amount to administer, help administer and train people like us, you know, There's an override. There can be an override built in for a general agency like a KHI. And then where I just reported what the commissions are, that's the agent. That's the writing agent gets. And that's why the government manages that. You can't get any more than, you know, the three, you know, whatever we just said, the 300 or 600 um, and some change there. But right. So so but there's this extra money above what the agent makes. And and what we're seeing here is and you'll kind of notice on that last bullet. Um, that the Medicare Advantage plan has a little bit of of something, something, and the field marketing organizations usually get a little, can get a something, something from the carriers. So there's something going on here um, that help things like, and I don't know if you guys, if you use it, but you know, do you remember how the Medicare center said, hey, we'll help you with that call recording, and here, you know, we'll make this easy for you to be able to get your scope of appointment and, and save it here. And, hey, we'll provide this little contact management system for you to manage your Medicare clients. And, hey, we'll help you with quoting and enrolling. I mean, you guys, those tools don't cost us anything. And quite honestly, they're funded, I believe, in part due to some of the compensation that they get from the Medicare Advantage administrative fees is what they're calling them, administrative payments. Now, also health risk assessments play in to these administrative payments. And so remember how some of you are earning some extra cash, uh, extra dollars for doing the health risk assessment. And so the government is stepping in and they're proposing a national agent broker fixed compensation. Now, this is talking 2025. I didn't list that on here, but they're talking 2025 because we're already in 24. It is what it is. But they're they're making decisions on this quickly, and they're saying their comment period ends today, end of business. So I went ahead, Chad, in fact, if you're on, I, I went ahead, as I was reading through all that, I went ahead and signed the petition. Uh, or excuse me, I sent a uh, actually a letter to my representatives and said, mine in District 3 is Zach Nunn. And I just said, and I don't know if it went to our senators as well, but it definitely went to our representatives. And I told Zach this is not a good thing for the government to get in and remove and fix what the rate can be that takes away any additional funds for either the carriers for administrative fees to encourage us to do health risk assessments to help them gather data that helps them get a good star rating by the way, right, or for somebody like uh, the FMO like Premier and so many of them that are out there to help build tools for us to help our clients. So that's what it's about. So I went ahead and I did the letter and I did it last night. If you didn't get the email and you want to, I'm sure on, um, on I would guess it's on, I didn't log into Medicare Center and see if they have a, a link there to to voice your opinion. But I think they're hoping that enough agents, um, constituents, look at, we're constituents, right? Helping seniors. Don't limit these funds uh, because it allows us the ability to help our clients that much more. It allows people to help us do that, like the uplines that we have, Right. I remember, too, early on, um, Wellmark had used their administrative fees and rewarded um, some general agencies for their production in the Medicare Advantage space because they know we're here to promote their product. And I think the government sees it as that's risky because now you're steering, and they're concerned about that. So I get it, right? I hope that helps answer some of the concerns and questions I know that Chad and Roger had about how to respond to that. But if you do feel passionate about it, I would, you know, respond to that email. It was delivered, by the way, on Wednesday morning this week from Medicare Center. So if you can do a search in your inbox, um, you'll find that email and you can read a little bit more about it, okay? Um, The other thing I just wanted to show you is, um, as I mentioned, that the comments um, on the proposed rule are due today. So this is, I would say, if you're going to respond, try to do this today right away. And this is a copy of the beginning of the the email slash letter that I, it was an email that came to me um, you'll just see, as an agent who uses Medicare Center, yada yada yada. So there's that's what the email looks like. And again, it was delivered on Wednesday this past week, and it was in the morning, like around I think it was around nine eight fifty or nine o'clock in the morning on Wednesday. If that helps. Um, and then notice, as I said, the CMS proposal would go into effect uh, before the 2025 contract year, so they'll let us know, you know, later on this year before we get into 2025, of course. Um, okay, so that's that. That was a big deal. And then Happy New Year. Um, And I do have a question for you, and it's really lame, but I'm going to get out of this because I can't see my Q&A panel. Um, So let me get over here and see if I can see where my questions are. And there's my question panel. And um, so Jeff says, I was not aware that Aetna is sending the preloaded debit card uh, to all MAPD. Let's see if I can get to the rest of it. To all MAPD members for their over-the-counter benefits. Participating locations include CVS, Walgreens, Walmart, and Dollar General. Members can still use the online catalog through Nations OTC. Oh, thanks for sharing that, Jeff. Yeah, um, I wasn't aware of that either, um, that they were going to do that. So thank you. And then let's see, Sherry's saying here, um, if they don't select their PCP but have gone to the same doctor all year, will that be the one assigned? Um, I thought that I saw that in one of the webinars. Yes, um, that's exactly right. If If they're going to a PCP and they just haven't taken the time to go designate their PCP, Um, Yeah, then. Yeah, then for sure. Um, So as you can tell, since I got out of this, um, we uh, the question is there. Okay, I did a question and and an answer, but now you can see it on the screen, I believe. (laughs) Um, And so I was going to ask you, what do you suppose is the most um, popular resolution for 2024 and what's yours? But it is the number one. resolution for 2024 is improve physical health. And you know what, I thought number two and three were interesting. And this is just one Google search I did, you might get other responses. (laughs) Uh, But the one I did said it was improving physical health, which obviously includes eating uh, better, exercising, whatever. But the second one was improving financial health. And the third one was improving um, mental health. So I thought that was really interesting to note. So um, you guys, if there's no more questions or comments, you know, please uh, reach out to our team if anything came up today, but also um sorry about the confusion on this webinar, new webinar platform. I'll do a better job of trying to figure this out and uh, maybe we can even go back to the old version. I don't like this new version, but I'm sure it's because I don't I'm not used to it yet. So um thanks for your patience with us this morning and sorry there's no gift card to be given out today because I couldn't figure out how to do this. So um happy new year, you guys. We always wish you the best and Um, Just ask that, you know, reach out if you need anything and we'll be in touch and look forward to talking to you all soon. All right. Take care, everybody. Have a great day. Bye.